Okay. That's fine. If start, this, this so, uh, these parents says to me that they're having a problem loving, loving, loving their child. Why are they having a problem loving their child? Because a proud child is disappointed. Well, that means in life that the love is dependent on things going well. Right? Normally, people love their children. Right? But when things go wrong, how do you maintain their love? I can't, I, and honestly, um, in life, very often, I'm not. I'm so emotional today. They're depressed. I'm just today. I got an email like this. They're having a tough time. Like how, when things are going incorrectly or not the way you would like it to be. Besides Imuna, how do you still have an Ahavas Hashem? Right? How do you still love Hashem? How do you still have that amazing relationship? So you have to you have to inculcate two things. Ha'achas mehen. One is equally valid for all people. Vahashniya means it will speak to all people. And the second thing, the second, I guess, response is lechachamim balihadea haamuka for people who are people of wisdom and can understand great knowledge. Haachas, he, and I've said this many, many times, that if you don't have a munah, if you don't have true belief, you will not be happy. If I would, I, if I would tell you what happened to me at the airport yesterday, I ha- I, I, live, I left two hours, I was two and a half hours early to the airport. So thing, and like literally everything that went wrong, I'm telling you everything that no, not everything. It was like a blooper. If I if I watch it, I probably laugh now tonight. I wasn't laughing yesterday. Like things were constantly going wrong. The GPS sent me to the wrong place. That's how I started. Right then, I got to the airport and they sent me to the wrong line. I had this, I had paid extra for. I like, then my computer got lost. Oh yeah, like I, I like when you put security, I went somewhere. I like literally like, like one of these like things. And I and I, got, and I almost missed my flight, uh, but I was I left so early, you know. And then I guess you know, it's like a small change, right? But in life, if you don't if you don't if you don't see everything, but if you think. It's just haphazard. Let's say I would have missed my flight, right? And I said, "Why is this happening to me?" If you don't believe in Hashem, you don't see it. Why wouldn't you be angry? If you're stuck in traffic, if you wake up in the morning, you feel sick, right? If somebody, if somebody actually, I forgot. I skipped a step yesterday. This guy was so rude to me in the line for no reason. People were impatient. It was like crazy. They canceled 700 flights yesterday. So people, it was Midwest. Chicago had a foot of snow. It's Kansas City. The whole, the whole Midwest had snow. So what happened is the airport was a zoo for Thanksgiving, and it got even crazier. People were checking flights and people were lines. And it was like it was crazy. So this guy's all rude to me. Something like that. Like, if you don't believe in why do I have to deal with this this machine? If you don't believe it, you get upset and you get angry. But but a person who has this is very important. I can't tell you how important this is. Ha'achas he commanded Avim and Shemayla. Whatever happens to a person. No matter who gives it, no matter who who, who who does it, no matter where it comes from, comes from Hashem, it's for our good. Even something that, that appeal, appears in our own eyes to be bad. Now that doesn't mean if you choose to be bad, right? You know, one, if you if you do a dumb thing, if you drive like an idiot and get into an accident. Or you leave your computer in your car and your car gets broken into to get a computer, right? That is not that not. It, it, it's like a GPS. It may be to your benefit, but you actually cause that. If you smoke and get lung cancer, that's not. Like, oh, God did this for the good. You shouldn't have smoked. Okay, you should, we're not supposed to do dumb things. If you don't pray and bad things happen to you, right? If you, if you don't get vaccinated and you get measles. Right? If you do all kinds of stupid things, that's not God. That's you. Right? If you get, if you go to somebody who's six foot eight and tell them uh, uh, you're a loser, and they punch you in the face, you have yourself to blame. No one else. That's not. That's that is. It's still God. It's like a person jumps off a cliff. Right? You may still survive, but the damage is done. Is what you did. So you. So we're talking about here when you did your part. Even when we don't do our part, God will deal with us on our level. But any, very often people blame God for things. 
We're here talking about you did your part. Right? You did your hashtalis. And everything after that is Latav Avid. Uchamashan, even when things come challenging, Sometimes a doctor will cut off flesh or amputate a limb in the old days. In order that the rest of the body will be healthy and person died. Even though the, the cutting of the flesh is, seems cruel. It's in reality, compassion for the person's good. Right? Compassion. I gave a, a, my last question, since my wife said here, and she doesn't listen to the share. Uh, I, I said this story. I, I, I got married on a personal level. I got married the first opportunity I could have. Right? I dated for like three years. Um, but it was the first opportunity. So when I was dating, I mean, looking back, everything was, like I could say, is a waste of my time. A lot of money. A lot of learning Torah I could have done, right? But really, first of all, I appreciate getting married more. My wife said how much I love her. She didn't have that problem. Um, but also, like, it was a certain amount of character development I obviously had to have had. That's in everything in life. Everything that a person has is for our benefit. And if you realize that, you'll come to love Hashem at all times. You know, you will come to love Akash Baruch Hu at all times. Even in the most challenging, in the most difficult of times, Right, you won't affect your love. So when, when something goes wrong, when 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 when, when something goes wrong, you have a relative you don't get along with. When you have a challenge that you didn't ask for and you didn't want, right, it doesn't affect your love of Hashem because you realize it's for your good. It won't throw you off. Avram Avinu, even though in the greatest challenge, he wasn't thrown off. Right. It, 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 on the contrary, the, the love could increase because you realize God is giving you what's good. If not, if not, it's possible a person can have a challenge and it, it can throw them off the Ava. They become either depressed or angry or or embittered. Um, if a doctor, if you have if you have God forbid a cancer. Right? And a doctor has to remove a part of your body in order to save you. You upset the doctor? Are you angry at the doctor? No. So you appreciate the doctor. When Hashem does for you, whether it's monetary, whether it's physical, whether it's the people you meet, you don't understand why in the world did this happen. Why? My, my mother told me, actually my parents went to the convention this year because I was, I was speaking. So my mother told me, a, a, a young man I know is a few years old, the man has brain cancer. I, mean, I know this right now. A father of amazing person. An amazing person from Miami Beach, from Miami, who I know for many years since I'm a kid. Um, his brain cancer, he's a father, he's, he's, he himself was a doctor, he can never practice medicine again, but, uh, like, like, why? You know, like, he, 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 this is a nice guy, he's a great guy, this person, really is a great guy, I mean, if you meet him, you, you think you would agree with me, he's a great guy, you know, and you think, he's like, why? And uh, let's leave all of us, our question, for this guy, you'd say, this year has to know, and we should never, ever know anyone's challenge in this, ever, uh, but Hashem, for whatever reason, whatever, Tikkun he has, whatever rectification, it, 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 eternally, it's for the best. Do you know where a person could get, God forbid, that situation and die, possibly? Embittered. Like, God, I served you. Why are you doing this to me? Or that person could sanctify the end of his life, or he can live and take the life of life, which is even better, right? But the point is, you can take brain cancer and die an angry person or or, or a sad person, or you can say, Hashem, I know whatever you're giving me is best. You know the difference is how you love Hashem. I mean, it will be, it, it's clear how you view it. You want to love. You, when you feel what what? Let me ask everyone. Why is it when a person's punched, does it, does it affect their love? What's the answer to that? Why does it affect your love? Why why if something if you get into a terrible car accident or you get maimed or you get hurt, 
or you're disappointed in life, you get fired and you lose something, or you have a relative who makes your life miserable, why do you, why could it affect your love of God? Because you blame, blame him. You blame God. Yeah, you blame God. You blame God. Why are you blame God? Because you don't. You're angry that this decision have happened to me. Right. So, but so, so, but if you realize it's nothing to blame, it's like only to thank that you don't blame God, right? So, his point is this: right? if you realize whatever happens to you, literally whatever happens to you, it, that there's nothing. I mean, zero zilch ever. That's not what you need. It's not, again, there's different ways things can happen. Obviously, it could be if you prayed hard on Yom Kippur, it could, have, it could have happened in a different way. But right now, at the point you are right at this moment, there is, God will give you everything what you need. So I taught, honestly, on my small level yesterday, the first time I taught my wife, I haven't even got the chance, I haven't even spoken really yet. Uh, you know, I was like this today. Uh, but I said to her, I have to tell you what happened at the airport, I haven't told her the full story, like how crazy I spoke. She was in, Yesterday, I said, like, you can't believe it happened in the airport. Like, you can't believe it. But I said to one thing, and it's honest, I said, kapara tavanot. For me, it was like a kapara. Thank God, I'm physically okay. I didn't get punched. But you know what? I could have been really, like, my stress level could have been so high yesterday. It was a little bit high. But it could have been, like, I could have been, you know, I mean, I fight, so I was having that, but I was sweating. I'm like, I'm sweating. I sat down and I was like, <gasps> I was like sweating. And I hear I went to the airport thinking, oh, I'll be fine. I'm going to go early. Get my seat because I knew the plane would be packed. I want to get my bag up early, you know, relax, you know. And instead, it was like a, a nightmare draw. I mean, even, can you imagine I, the GPS? I, I don't know, this program, and it was like a program thing. It put me to like a different thing. I couldn't believe it. it was like 20 minutes away from the airport. I was supposed to, I was supposed to you know, that was like the start. Um, but and you know what? If, for whatever reason, I had to go through it. So I viewed it. Which is for sure true. It, it, it's my own rectification. But the difference is, I could have walked down Minnesota, a person in a million things. That's small, very small. Brain cancer is very, very big, right? It's very when you lose a loved one, that's very, very big. If you have, if somebody really, really hurts you, it's really, really big, right? And you can blame, or you can say, no, this is Hashem. It comes from real emotion. It's not, a, it's not a gimmick, by the way. It's true, whether you believe it or not. The question is, is how it will affect your love of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, or not. So a person, the more emuna a person has, the more they'll be able to consistently and always love Shem. Because you won't blame God. You'll be unthankful. You'll be thankful. God is a doctor. Right? When you go to a... Think about the amazing thing. A woman, God forbid, has has cancer in a certain area and she has to have a certain procedure. What in the world do you thank the doctor for saving your life? Right? Do you thank a doctor? Even, because you will die otherwise. So the same thing here. You thank Hashem. When you have a bad day, you actually thank a Kaddish Baruch Hu, as opposed to, as opposed to being angry at Kaddish Baruch Hu. So that, that's the first thing he says. You won't, your strength, your emunah won't be weakened. On the contrary, like you will look at Hashem as the ultimate doctor, giving you exactly what you need to be to be healthy. And you'll be thankful for the bad day. You'll be thankful for your own for your own reality, uh, your struggle. Avram Avinu, the reason Avram Avinu became Avram Oyavi is by the Akedah, and when Sarah dies, it's everything he loves Hashem, because he, whatever it is, I know Hashem gave it to me for a best. Can you imagine the, you know the difference of that is? Can you imagine the absolute difference? Right? It means, of course, if you have something bad happen, you have to try to fix it, whether it's through prayer, and through, well, if you're sick, going to the doctor, if you're financial, you deal with it. But, but at the end of the day, you realize everything, God, it never affects your love. There's never blame. There's never anger. You live a different galaxy of a life. And you can not, not only does that tragedy or difficulty not hamper your love, it actually increases it. Instead of that, it actually increases your love. It actually, you can become a better person uh, because of that. Akhbali <laughs> Hadea. Uh, Hamitis, that was the first argument, which is 100% true. Uh, 100%, 100% true. And the more a person knows that, the more a person is in Amuno, the happier they'll be, but in the, and as far as it's concerned, the more they'll love God. And the more they realize how everything comes from a Kaddish Baruch Akbali Hadeya Hamitis. Even so, they don't even need this. Ha-re'enlam l'chav l'atzim k'lal. Ela-kolts filasam. 
וכל מה שהזכרו עיכובים נגדם, עד שהסתרכם יוסר כוח לאווירם, הננו יאמץ ליבם יסוך לארץ תוקף אמונסם, כשר סבר השיס בגבורה, אשר יבחו אותם במלחמה חזקה יוסר, ועד תוקפו מנצחנו. A real tzaddik or tzaddikis is not even a high level. This is like, whoa, high level. Really, they're happy, not because it's for their own benefit, not because they, they, they want to be able to illustrate their, their, their love for God. It's like the ultimate challenge. The greater the challenge, right? The greater the challenge, the greater the exhibition. You know, I, 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 I'm, actually, I, I'm just telling you, let's go back to these things, I think. I had a... I was on the East Coast, I saw, actually, I saw a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. Some people, you know, like Jacob Luke Bianca, I saw, I saw another person. Some people I know from all around. Some people I haven't seen for 25 years. Some Menachem Spiro, you know, Menachem Spiro. I saw a lot of people, like, you, know, you walk around, and you see constantly people stopping you. So one person I saw, I said, how are you? I'm going to come and see. This person tells me the following thing. Uh, you know, that, that they're so upset at one of their children. This is not the same. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you know, I said to them, I said, you know, they're so upset. Something happened, okay? Um, so one level would be, the first level, let's go into practical life. Their child is doing something wrong, okay? So they can say, for me, this is the best. Right? It, it, whatever it is, I have to go to this child, or actually, you know, I was like watching, I was at one session for teenagers, actually, I went to hear, I was like looking around, when the, when the speakers were speaking about teenagers, they'll go to a convention, I was looking at these mothers, like you can see some of them were like, were like really pain. They have real tough teenagers. Like I was like looking at these mothers that were in the room because it was like it was separate to me. I was like, oh, you can see the faces. Like, like oh, <laughs> right. Like so, imagine the following thing. There's one way to look at it as you have this child, or you're, or, and that's your challenge, or you have a parent. That's a big challenge. Or you have, and that's your challenge. It's for your best. You have this difficulty in life. You have that challenge. You have, anyone, right? Right. The other way is like this. I'm happy to have this challenge, not because it's for my best, because I really want to make, to do great for God in this world. Like, I'm happy to be able to serve God higher. I want to increase God's name in this world. That's nothing about you. It's not even for you. It happens to be for your benefit as well, but you're not even, that's not even your focus. Your focus is you're here in this world to serve Hashem. I am happy. I am happy because I'm able to do more for God. I'm able to do a bigger mitzvah. I'm able, you know, to, to you know, it's very easy to love God when everything is smooth in life, when you're when you're healthy and you feel good, when there's a lot of money in the bank, you have a good meal, you're well slept, and you have all your dreams come true. That's a level of serving God, right? How and it's tough. I you know I heard a, I heard I, I heard a story. Someone said over a story at the, at the convention, I'm mamish, I was thinking, oh my goodness, they were, that, that a certain event, a certain rob from Hungary went, went to, out to a camp in 1944. There were two Polish Jews. Two Polish Jews had been in this, this concentration camp, this death camp for three and a half years, three years already. I mean, this is, there were, there were bones. And he said that every night they'd come back to the barrack and they would go through, one went to the Gemara, I don't want to say the Paiskim, the, the, the Magan of Ram. They would sit there and talk over learning. I was thinking to myself, like, show me, they've been in a camp for three and a half years. You remember three and a half years that is in a person's life? They probably lost every relative they knew. They probably lost every relative they knew. They, they had seen death. They, they, I don't even know if they, had, they knew the news. They had seen any hope in the world. And those Jews can sit there every single night and say over the, the learning that they learned. Do you know, I am positive when Mashiach, I can say this without a blink of my eyes, that Mashiach, these Yidin are going to have brought the whole ghoul of the whole world. They, they may have seen it in their own lifetime. I mean, can you imagine a level in a, in a death camp to every night come back to your thing? Right? I mean, so you're doing tremendously for Hashem. But if you're doing, it's not like you, you only have to fix people. You do tremendously for Hashem. So a person has a challenge, I'm happy. Because I'm doing for Akash Baruch Hu. I didn't want to this. My mother said when she once went to a shir in Florida, it was 100, like 5 degrees humidity, and a lady comes to class, she's sweating. So I said, oh, you must be so hot. She said, I'm happy to sweat. To come. It was a Shabbos afternoon. She walked for like 40, for a guy. Like, that's like, whoa. My like, mother was like, whoa. But when you think about it, I'm not saying you have to say that, but when you think about it, there's a certain level that a righteous person can have 
that when there is a challenge, you are happy to give for the, the for, for, for Akash He says, like great soldiers, they're happy to give for their country, or they're happy to do for a cause you believe in. Right? You're, you 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 want you want to push yourself for something in life. Right? You want to push yourself for something in life. Um, when you love somebody and you can push yourself for them, it's a good feeling. Right? You actually appreciate being able to push yourself for somebody you love. How much you, when, you, when you truly care and love, it's actually you're happy to show your love for the person. Halavai, we should all have people that we care enough to differ in this world. Having said that, but so just to answer, there are two major ways, because love of Hashem gets sometimes thrown off by obstacles. Number one is, number one, just to review, is you have to know with emunah, with clear emunah, that everything in Kaj Baruch comes from Hashem, and everything God gives us is for our own good. And number two, for a higher level, is to realize if we're challenged, it shouldn't affect the love. It's, on the contrary, it's a way to show we love God. It's a way to do to to sanctify God's name in this world. Nevara Atta. Now we're going to get into the three the three uh, types branches of love that I mentioned: Dvekas, Simcha, Vikina. Right? Dvekas, which means clinging to Hashem. Hadvekas. What's Dvekas? Shealibo shal Adam mistabe kolkach b'shem yisparach at shekvar yasim lefnas ulashkiach. El shum davar sulaso, right? That you you literally you you love Hashem so much that you don't pay any. There's nothing else in the world that's really consequential but Hashem, right? There's nothing really that makes a difference but your relationship with Hashem. Vuma sheba. That doesn't mean you. Obviously, you live in a world, right? How do you love Hashem so much? You live in a world. I mean, you get distracted by a million things. But it means that what's only thing that's truly valuable to you, truly important to you, is that love of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That means you're clinging to Hashem. Vuma sheba alav hamashal b'divrei shoshu. It says, "Ayales ahavim," and ayal is a deer, right? Like ayal shachar, right? A deer. Ayal ayales ahavim. Right, a beloved deer, which is which which shows, which inspires chen, which is great favor. Right, literally, its breast will will sate you at all all times. which means uh, when you love something, it's actually a metaphor for Torah. You constantly connect it. If you if you you know, if you love something, you always want to be connected to it. It's actually crazy. I was on the flight yesterday. This is a story from Miss Miriam. Uh, on the flight yesterday, uh, and I'm, I'm learning. And this Chinese kid is sitting next to me, 29 year old, 29 year old guy. His name is Henry. Works for Zoom. Uh, that's 20 minutes of the flight. He's like, "What do you do?" I'm like learning next to him. You know, I said I'm a rabbi, and I told him I have a law background. So that's bombarding me with like theology and life, asking me all his life questions. You know, like really, like asking me like purpose of life, this and that. He was a Buddhist, went to Catholic school as a kid, and I just really. And then he says to me, like, could, could, you know, tell me what you know. If you're not, because so we don't convert, but you should know what Judaism is. And he says, what is what, what could a non-Jew get from like Judaism? And I told him he's like, we did this, 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 and I, you know. And I said to him like, really, you need to look at the purpose of life. So there's like there's a higher concept. You should think. Ask me. Then he asked me, why don't people do things? Why don't I said people? I said one of the reasons I said that people don't think about things. And look, I said, look at the before the flight. I said right before the flight, I was looking around, looking around me. Everyone on their phone. And literally, I was surrounded by zombies. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking what they're looking at. Dumb pictures. Some inappropriate pictures right next to me. Right. So the funniest thing in these guys' this conversation the second the flight's over, you get to watch the whole flight. Like the really the whole plane, the plane lands, and everyone, you guys are waiting. The phones come out. Every like, I see this guy looking around because I said that to him, and he like, like everyone's looking at everyone's looking at their phone. Like literally everyone's looking at their phone and reading, catching up all the, the, the right. I mean that by the way, these people waited to look at their phones 
the point, they're a little, they're pushing addicted at some level to their phones. They're addicted. They couldn't, they, for, for the hour, the first thing they do was check all of their emails. The first thing they land, the first, on the flight before that, they're going through, going through it. Or imagine the following, imagine, you know, you, you, are, you have a, a, a love. The first thing the plane lands, it would be to learn Torah or to say Tehillim or to say Abraham, or to connect to something. That means to love God. It means the first thing the plane lands, what's the first thing you want to do? A shot, the first thing, you know, the Haim HaShahidin, holy Jews, would extend Shabbos. They don't want to end Shabbos or they wait for Shabbos. A, other people, they want Shabbos over the first thing they do, like, check their email, they got to do whatever. They want to run, what, what are you interested in? Well, a person who loves God, you want to connect to God. You want... You want to have that that deep connection to Hakadosh to, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's Derekas means that you don't you want it you, you you want it. If you ever see a big time, they learn Torah. They, it's like air. It's like uh, oxygen. That's what it means to cling to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And you don't want anything which breaks it. The Gemara Amru Chazal, the Talmud says says ben Padas. ben Padas was a student of Rabbi Yechanan, which puts him in about the year 250 of the Common Era, or 50, in the 50-50 in the Jewish calendar. Uh, uh, actually, no, 10 in the Jewish calendar. 50-10 in the Jewish calendar. Living in Israel. Shaya Oisik B'Shukha Tachin Shosipori, right? Um... um uh, he was he was learning Torah in the lower marketplace, and he left his coke up there. He was so engaged in his learning, so immersed in his learning, so immersed in his learning that he literally didn't know his place. Right? He didn't know where he is. You ever, you ever see a person who's so immersed in something he can't know where they are? He was so. Right? You should be constantly which means. The Chavetz Chaims of the world are always thinking like God. When they go to work, they're, let's say, a nurse. We have two nurses here. I think that's the most common job in the room right now. Uh, so they're thinking about God. I'm serving God by, by doing chesed. And when they, when they, obviously when they pray or say brachos, it's easier to do it. But they're at home and they're, they're having a challenge with, with their family life or with their neighbors or whatever it is. It's constantly God. Or they're at line at the airport and like if your computer disappears. You think, what does God want from me at this moment? Right? You, it means everything is about Hashem. You, 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 you can be in a tech company and you're serving God. It's, it's, behold, it, you, it's constantly, I want a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's like air. It's, it, that's how a real righteous person is. If, if their love is so intense that it's, it's either in the conscious or subconscious constantly. You know, when, when I think about a Jew, a disconnected Jew, they wake up on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and they come here, right? And you think about a really connected Jew, well, they'll daven and they'll do mitzvahs. We're doing, everyone's doing mitzvahs all day long here over here. But a really connected Jew, literally their whole day is connected. Whatever they're doing, when they're in the car, it means they're going to make a decision what they're going to listen to in the car. Are they going to listen to politics? Maybe they will because they want to know what's going on and that's a connection to God. But or are they going to listen to a Torah lecture? Are they going to drive carefully? Because, not just because, but you're thinking about God. When you're in your home, you're going to think, right, re- holy Jews think about Hashem. That's what they do. They're, they're, they're in love with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Literally in love. It's a different, it's a different galaxy. And that's called Dvekas. It's a clinging. Um, so he says, If you talk to me, you saw all the mistabic at least we avoid the only means at least this is on, right? Just making sure. It's off, but it's on, right? Okay. At least when you're serving Hashem. Can you imagine the following thing? When you're davening, daven. When you're benching, bench. When you have Shabbos, have Shabbos. When you're saying to Hillim, say to Hillim. I mean, imagine the thought. I mean, you could, could you? I mean, there's several of you go to tell them Sunday morning. An amazing thing, but imagine you, you have an interlinear, or you, or you know what you're saying, and you're saying every word. I know that by the way, this Tehillim, your Tehillim group is actually an amazing Tehillim group. People say it slowly, 
They think you can see people say, like, you know, yeah. What? I say it slowly because my Hebrew is so poor, so I would like to be able to. But but, <laughs> but but if you understand it and you're thinking about it, it's a, it's a much higher level, right? When you at least he says when you're serving God, if you have if you let's let, let, let's if you have guests, you have guests, you could be I'm doing amazing, you know, amazing. Like you're focusing on achnasus orchim, you're like excited, or you're taking someone from the airport, you're doing a chesed, or you're doing, it's amazing. I, I, this is, I'm being godly. Really what it is. The person does chesed, they're being, they're, they're, they're being godly. This guy, actually, this, this Henry, was asking, do I like my job? I said, are you stressed? I said, you understand something. Stress is only when you don't like what you're doing. If you love what you're doing, you'll never have stress. If you see a good, right? What do you mean? I think you can love what you're doing and still be stressed at times. Not always, but at times. What do you mean by that? Wait, so, what do you mean? I love my children. I love parenting my children. I've definitely had situations with my children where I felt stressed and over to Common than I so obviously, listen. If there, there, there are, there are say, let's go back to the levels. There is a level of love where there is no stress. It's all an illustration of love. Your In your frustrations, you could do it. Of course, and there is an element of stress if you, the more purpose you see in it, the less stress you'll have, yeah, right? Well, uh, 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 one of my children had a health issue. Baruch Hashem, they're fine now. But I was acutely aware that if that's they, not, if that's they not, didn't handle it correctly. That not only would their life be ruined, that's not, that's not but they were going to be dependent on their other siblings. That's because that's that something not. That's that I agree with 100. percent That's that's that is that is not a question of you dealing with your situation. That's something beyond your control, and you feel that acutely. I I'm talking about stresses between I can control. <laughs> Nothing beyond my control it means if I I'm not talking about I said I get stressed when you're wrong, right? But the, the more a person sees, the less stress they'll have, because even the challenges they have are for them. When you see someone who you, you when you look at your child that's sick, that is stressful because you feel, at, you know, at, at God's mercy, you feel that that's. There's, listen, if you're under attack, if you're a soldier, you may you may love being a soldier. I would be stressed if someone shooting a gun at me. I think most people would be, uh, to say the least. Uh, most. I don't know about Ben. <laughs> uh, uh, Person wouldn't be shooting Ben very well. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no Jewish soldier. No Jewish soldier. My point is, I'm not talking about something that I'm talking about. Our daily demeanor. That's all. That's what I mean to say. You, you, right. That's the 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 basic. Huh? Like that chagnas is all where you feel like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm doing this mitzvah. That strikes me a little odd. Like that's almost. How do you do that without being look at me? I'm doing this chagnas is all You know, to feel all excited about it and focus on doing this mitzvah. Well, you're not. I'm thinking. It's still stress. I'm thinking. No, stress. 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 Right? It's not like you're not focused. But when you focus on it, you're not minister, focusing on you. No, you're not focusing on you. You're focusing on serving God. It's not about me. You know, there, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not about me. If you want to, if, if if a person thinks that, then I think like, listen, I'm, we all have inadequacy. Anytime a person gets, you know, uh, you think about your own inadequacies or your own imperfection, but you're happy to serve God, right? You're happy to have the opportunity to do it. And even serving guests is that. Well, Avram Avinu, he wasn't, he's looking for guests. Why was he looking for guests? One thing is, one, here's the thing. One thing is there's guests that need something. He's looking for them. Right? He wants to give. He wants to be divine. Right? He's bothered. He's, as a brisimila, it's three days in. He's looking. What could I do? 
why did he do that? Because he wanted to be able to serve God in that way. And by the way, Avraham Avinu having guests, it wasn't just, it wasn't just giving them a meal. As we know, the Zayar says, the Medrashim says, he taught them to love God, right? He taught them to say brachas, taught them to appreciate God. Right? That's, how Avram, that's, that's how Avram had guests. It, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't just, you know, giving them a burger. Uh, it, was, oh, it was a whole thing. But he wasn't, it was nothing about him. It was never about him. It was always about them and God. That's, so it's not a focus on you, right? If you're focusing on your patient, you're happy to help a patient. Is you focusing on yourself or focusing on them? Uh, you help somebody. It's always the case. How you, where, where, where a person's focus is. So, but, but there's a, a, a holy person doesn't just think about the people. He thinks the element about God. When they're doing a mitzvah, they're also thinking about God, right? Just said, just like you would help, you would see a person hit by a car. You think about them, right? A tzaddik would think about God also at the same time. I'm being godly. I, I, not because of me, because I want to bring godliness. In, when we're godly, we bring Hashem into the world. Right? When we're godly, like, this guy was next to me. I, I'm sure I did pretty dumb things in that fight. But he didn't ask me these questions because I was sitting there looking at my phone. He saw me learning. So he started asking me questions. You understand? If, he would, if I would have been sitting there, you know, Playing video games, I, I guarantee you, he wouldn't ask me anything, right? And let me say, he asked the guy playing video games for five hours of flight, like you know, the people on the computers playing video games. I don't think he'd ask me anything. I don't think so. Maybe he would. I have no idea. Maybe he likes playing beer. Right? You know, I, I have no idea. But, but but the point is, most likely, so you you think about being godly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the the. And if you love Hashem, you, wherever you have this connection, it, as you said, love causes connection. You want to be connected to God. Right? You want to be tapped into it. The Jerusalem Talmud says, Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa, Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa was a contemporary of Rabbi Yechman Zakai. It was a generation uh, of the destruction of the second Mason Mikdash, actually. Some type of... Uh, 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 Serpent-like animal, you know, well, not exactly a serpent. It got bitten. He got bitten by an animal, not deathly, and he didn't affect his prayer. Amul told me that he's sitting there praying. He's sitting there praying, and the animal bites him. He kept davening. It didn't affect him. Amul told me that Rabbi Logashta, right? He didn't feel that. Do you feel that the bite? Va'amul lam yavo alai. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. I, I'm, which means, I mean, the negative, I, I'm, I mean, hundred percent. If I'm not telling the truth, misfortune should follow me. Me I was davening so much. Lo, I, lo, I didn't feel anything. Right, lo, I didn't feel anything. <coughs> Help people. Someone's asked you a question. How do you do this for this? Like. Like for them, it's a big deal. And for you, you don't even think about it. Like you do, you do some act of kindness or a love in a relationship with to a parent, to a child, to a spouse. How do you do that? Like you don't even think, I'm like, oh, I don't even think about it. Right? You love something, you don't think about it, or you're so focused on something, you just you brush it off. It's not, it doesn't even it doesn't even hit. It doesn't register. Of course, if you if if a recommendation if a guy were taking a sword and <laughs> stabbed him hard enough, of course he would feel it. We all have a certain level of that happens, but the more intense the connection is, the less you focus on stupidity, right? Less you focus on things that, which disturb you. It doesn't bother you. You're not thinking about those terms. You're not. You're not. You're, you're in love with something. You're. You love. You don't think about that. You're focused on tefillah. You don't think about the other thing. That um, means to be connected. You're tapped in. You're connected. To it. And I'm calling gives a few psukim to show that this. Valadvekis is not the term, Palm Rabbis. The term says many times, exhorts us to be connected to God, tapped in. You should love Hashem and cling to Him, cleave to Him. That's in Dvarim Lamed Pasuk Chaf. Right? The Pasuk says you should. One, one says to love Hashem and to cling to Him, and also says you should fear Hashem to cling to Him. Or it says Vosid Bakun. The David Amar, David says until Samach Gimel Dates, Davka Nafshi Achracha. My soul cleaves, connect, cleaves to you. 
Right? All of the Tzad Shava, the common denominator of all these Pesukim is, that you will, you will not leave Hashem, right? You could be a, you could be a yid in the camps for three and a half years, and you love Hashem, right? I, you, you, when you when you when you love Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you know when you love Hashem. I actually had an eerie impression, an eerie. I mean, it was I I, I spoke. I want to see anyone watch the speech. Okay, because it's apparently a, a lot. Not yet. It's on. It's on. I, I know it's because because people told me this today that they saw it. Some saw it live, some saw it taped. So I spoke, and one of the things I said, I'm only asking for a reference. I, I, I spoke, and one of the things I talked about is, he gave a Holocaust reference. I said, you know, in the beginning, I said, you know, one of the things that pushed me is that all four of my grandparents are Holocaust survivors. And growing up, I thought to myself, what if people would have done something? So I said, it was Kristallnacht two weeks ago. Imagine four million people, three million people went to the streets and when Kristallnacht happened in America. And protested and demanded a, uh, against Germany and demanded America open up for immigration. Like it would have changed the world. If mil- what happened? What happened was nothing, by the way. Kristallnacht happened, and basically American Jewry did nothing. Did nothing. Right? They were timid. They were apathetic. Of course, they thought for a second and they read the paper and they cracked. But really, when you look what happened, nothing happened. Imagine millions. And I, I said to them, when you're looking at the situation in Israel today. You see that reform is trying to get the coastal and conversions. You you can't imagine the disaster, the spiritual disaster. And then I went into it. I finished speaking. Like all these people started coming over to me, going over to me, questions. This um, I see like an older my, the man was mid late night, very elderly, elderly man coming over to me, like walking over. Like, what's he, what's he going to ask me? He comes over to me, like. Starts to bend down. I have no idea what he wants. He goes like this. And then he goes like this. He picks up his arm and he shows me the numbers. He pulls my head down, kisses me, and says, Thank you very much for what you said. I was like, Whoa. I was like, I'm telling you, and the moment was like really intense. I was like, You can't imagine. Like, and he was like tearing. I mean, this is an elderly, elderly man. I didn't get to speak to him. He didn't say a word to me. I didn't speak to him, but I saw him from afar. At a Shabbos table, he had children and grandchildren, maybe even grandchildren. It was like an elderly, elderly man. And I was like watching this Jew. I think to myself, like, with the numbers, this guy, wherever he saw it, like, he saw his love of Hashem. Like, he didn't, he probably saw H E L L on earth, and he was there. I mean, it was like, I mean, my moment was like, whoa. But like, like there, this is a yid that nothing pulled him away from Hashem. Right? This is a Jew who, who, who is clinging to Hashem throughout his life. It's a different galaxy. It means it, it, whatever happens in life, there's a love of Hashem. It means every day for us, good days, bad days, exciting days, less exciting days, a person who, who clings to Hashem, she devotes him, which means when you're at work, you're thinking about Hashem. When you're at, on vacation, Wow, vacation, you think about Hashem. When you're driving, you're thinking about Hashem. When it's a great day, you think about Hashem. When it's a bad day, you know why? Because you want to be davak to Hashem. The holier a person gets, the more they think about Hashem. They want Hashem in their lives. When they're, when they're building a house, they're trying to think, what, what's a to- what kind of house could I connect to Hashem? When they're choosing their leisure time, imagine that, their leisure time, they're thinking Hashem, that it could be, they go to Tahoe, or they go to San Diego, or they go to, to Los Angeles. It's, we all need breaks. Manucha is part of life. We all, we all need a break. We all need exercise. We all need breaks. We all need... <coughs> By the way, thank God the air is better. Hashem. Came back to normal air. I can go for walks again in this place. Great. We all need that. But you know what? When you're making those calculations, you're thinking about Hashem. When you love, when you love somebody, you want to, or love something, you, you, you calculate it in there. You know, I know people who, who, I'm sure you all do, who need to exercise every day, okay? So when they make their vacation, they're going to think where they can go swimming, or they can go jogging. <laughs> I mean, we all know. They need, or there are people who need minion, okay? They, wherever they go, their whole vacation is, where can I get a minion? That means from the beginning of the vacation, they're thinking, how can I get a minion? 
that, that you know, where am I going to get a minion? Or another person is, you know, where could I have Shabbos? I need that. I need that. Shabbos. It means their whole calculation. It's built in to have that. And when they're thinking about their day, it's good. What shir could I go to today? From the beginning of the day, what shir could I go to today? I need a daven mincha today. They play out their head how their day will go when they're going to daven mincha. When are they going to daven? Because they, they want, they, they're medabic. There's a dvekas to that. It's part of their lives. They would, it would bother them if they didn't daven today. Okay? Other person that's kindness. When I said Avram Avinu looked for chay, he couldn't imagine a day where he wasn't doing chesed. He couldn't imagine, because you know what, he would feel not godly in his life. There are people who have that for charity. For charity, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing that the Arizal brings in, it's brought down others from, to give charity every time before you pray. Every time you dive into I lean that there, I give usually usually a quarter every day before Shachos, a quarter day before Mincha, a quarter every day of Marv, not $50,000, a quarter. I put it in the Pushka. I put it in the Sucker Box, a quarter. But I would tell you, why do we do that, by the way? Why is it because we need to be a giver. When we're asking God, we need to be giving also. It's because it's ultimately, like, I, if I don't have, like, I'm trying to get change, like, I want to give. I mean, we all have that feeling. You want, you would feel bothered if you don't do that. So, I'm, to Armavinu, even if he's a person, he can't imagine not having get, because he was cleaning the Tashem. It, it was, he would felt lacking. And if you cling to Hashem, it doesn't make a difference if you have a difficult challenge. Not just because, not just because of the things we just said before, that you have a Muna, and you want to serve Hashem. It really, most challenges don't phase you because you're so focused on the relationship, right? So let's put it this way. You need to get minion. You don't think about, I have to drive 20 minutes. You think, oh, I got to get minion. <laughs> I need to get minion. I need Shabbos. So you, you made your whole vacation around Shabbos. And you need to be in a show for Shabbos. But you're not thinking about how, like by, by, by a person who can care less, like, I can't believe this is crazy. I'm gonna make, I get the Shabbos. My whole vacation's ruined. I got it. No, I'm telling you, like, like I went, once went with somebody and I was on a vacation with them. When I was, I'm not worried about me the whole time. It's like, don't you, you can't enjoy it. I, was, I wasn't even thinking about it. I, to me, I was going to make sure I got a minion. It didn't bother me, right? I want a minion. I couldn't imagine having a day without a minion, right? I, I, like I mentioned that to the person. A person can imagine having a real Shabbos table. I can't imagine not having any mincha. Right? So, you, but, but you know what? It's not challenging, really, because you can't imagine not having it. Right? You can't. It's not a challenge. It's just you can't imagine not having it. So it's not really a challenge. For, you understand what I'm saying? Is that clear? It's not. So it's not. You don't need to come on to emuna. You don't need to come on to serving God higher. Really, the challenge doesn't even start for such people very often. God forbid. Again, a person has brain cancer. That's a challenge for anybody. That's like, you know, or a person. Has, there are real challenges that the person in a concentration camp. Then we gotta come on to other things. That's like serious. But very often in life, a person is looking to be mistabic. It's you know, whether it's studying Torah or it's doing chassid or being uh, or prayer. You don't you don't even feel it. Uh, you don't even feel it. Um, let's just finish this, this, this idea and I'll pick up next week. Fi'amru chazal. Okay. Now just remember, love means being close, right? It's, there's two aspects. It's closest to God and enjoying that closeness. Right? Close to God and enjoying that closeness. With three expressions of, of endearment. Bless is the Jewish people. From these three languages we learn from Hashem. With cleaving, cleaving, when they cleave to God, which means to connect. Again, and connecting to God doesn't mean like a person sits there like this. It's not collecting to God. It means you're doing a mitzvah and you're thinking, I can't imagine not doing it. Or I can't imagine not doing an act of kindness. Of course, I can't imagine not going to the shir. Or I can't imagine not having going to... You know, uh, if, some people that go to Kabbalah Shabbos, they feel difference. I honestly, again, for me, I can't imagine having not Kabbalah Shabbos and coming to Shabbos. I can't imagine having Shalom Aleichem, like a kiddush, and feeling, you know, really... You know, 
one of the negatives I thought of the convention, the convention was amazing, 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 amazing. But like, you have, like, you have hundreds and thousands of people in a room, it's hard to sing the mirrors. So, like, you can't do it really. It's like, even because you like, you have, go oh, the din of the room, the, 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 the clamor is like so loud. It's like hundreds and hundreds of people around you. You know, so it's like hard to sing the mirrors. Like, I, I felt a little bit like, like, of course, like some people are singing, but you can't really, it's like, it's like a, they're all at your own tables. So like, I didn't like that so much. Like, I can't, I can't imagine personally ever going to a hotel for Pesach. I push it. I can never do that. I just, it would kill my Seder. I don't know. How, I cannot imagine. Did you do that this year? Probably. Oh, okay. Do you like it? Uh, do I like it? Well, in, in, some, in a sense, I do. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. You rely on... You're allowed. There are many good Jews. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I'm not the seder. I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about that. I'm not the seder. I, I, for me, I, I, I can't. I can't have my own seder. I'd be too bothered by the whole thing around me. But you can have your own seder. In your own room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I can do. Uh, I, I can do that. If I make like the It's not necessarily your room. They give you the place. You can like we have seder for um, five of us. Yeah, that's fine. They give you like an area by yourself. Yes. Yeah, that I can hear. That's then it's just theater. You're in room with you're in a theater like with like surrounding by people walking around. I, I just can't. I I can't imagine that personally. But you know what? If you could, fine. It's not it's not inherent. It's how people different strokes for different folks. But you know what? I what what would bother all of us is you don't have a theater. <laughs> I mean, you lack you lack a theater. That's a terrible. You're Dalvik. You need the theater. Right, you you would bother you not to have a seder. I remember, remember someone said to me they're, they're upset their perm a few years ago, like they wanted to be drunk and have a good perm. Like you know, I said you know they they felt lacking in it. So deveka, you you need it. But chasheka is even is to yearn to pine, and chafetza is to enjoy. A certain amount of enjoyment in a relationship when you're connected, you enjoy it. There's there's a level of enjoyment in the relationship. Because when a person is with Hashem, there's enjoyment in the relationship. You enjoy being closer. These are the branches. Next week we're going to do focus on simcha and joy. These are the, the branches of loving uh, of love of Hashem. And he had He said, I already mentioned yearning. Uh, then we just talked about tzvekis. Right? And, and, and having pleasure in enjoying the, 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 the relationship to the Nahab. That, that enjoyment in being with God and enjoying serving God is what we'll pick up with next week. Okay, have a good night. Thank you. Good time.